It's Champions League season, and we're back in the Rattail Bunker. Welcome to the Boys and Bolos podcast. Jarrett, we're back in the Rattail Bunker. Another we're day. We're here. The rat is still dead. <laughs> it's still above us. Like I don't think people really understand that there's a dead rat smushed into the what is that the line insulation the insulation and when jeff was like ripping down some of the ceiling and the insulation popped out the rat is just dead smushed into the insulation doesn't smell it's been petrified it's probably been there since like before you know the great wall or the wall fell in 89 like that's a communist rat it yeah it's probably it's it's seen a lot of years it's super seen a lot of like it was there before the internet existed. It makes you wonder like what was the bunker used for before? Oh, I know that what the bunker was used for before. What was it? It was a waiting room for the uh barbershop that was in the room next oh to where my we are. God. It was a waiting room. Like so there were like magazines. It might have been. There might have been a magazine, there might have been a TV. A TV a little a little TV CRTV, little TV. That's cute. Yeah, there might have been um you know, I, who knows? It might have been some music playing, some nice ambiance in here. Just a little girl, girl from Ipanema. Ipanema, yeah. Just to really chill you out before you go in and get your cut, get your fade. <laughs> so yeah, uh, people don't know. I I moved into this house about a year ago, and there was a when we were looking at this house in the basement, there was a legit barber shop, like barber chair, mirror, the whole nine. But then when uh, we finally got the house and we moved in. Barber chair was gone. Mirror was gone. All there was was a hole in the floor where the barber chair was. Sad. Did, did you sad argue day. that? Like your mortgage should be half off. We tried to get the chair. We tried to keep the chair. That'd be a sick. Chair they were there. so one of the uh, uh, granddaughters or, or grandkids of the um, of the original owner was is a Beverly resident, and they wanted the chair sentimental value of some kind running a makeshift back alley barbershop was it a front it, it who knows but it wasn't there was no there was violating a lot of health codes because the bunker is rustic the it, bunker is diy to the max i've never seen a diy um it, it is something like finished spot like finished spot one of these days <laughs> We're gonna just have to do like one of the like an MTV Cribs of the bunker. <laughs> It'll be the weirdest episode ever because like you'll be expecting it to last like a long time and it's over in like twenty seconds. Like there's a dead rat, but I it, it could if you go through every little piece of the bunker, it could be it will either be like a twenty second like TikTok or it'll be like a Ken Burns eight series like two hours each. Well, like a really I was cool, thinking like I was James think- Earl Jones. I was talking. thinking like we've talked a lot about we've talked we've mentioned things in my house and we can just be like, oh, remember when we talked about the the barbershop? Well, this is how it used to be, and we like guide them through down the stairs into the basement and they they get to see like a day in the life of jeff he this is where he does his laundry it's like chariots of fire playing yeah and then like on the right take a take a take a right hand turn into the into the uh into the uh, barber shop and then we can ring the bell for barber there's a ring there's a bell fun fact in the in the in the former barbershop there's a bell do you know what the name of the shop was? It called 
Bell's cuts. It was, it was like Jerry's Barber. Jerry's cuts. fades. Yeah, like Jerry's fades. In a basement. In a basement. Low key weight in the rat tail bunker. But if you weight. press the button for the bell, I'm still talking about the bell, it rings upstairs. It wouldn't surprise me if they were torturing people down here, like black ops. Oh, like in the barber chair, like they were using the barber chair totally. as like a torture chair. Totally. Um, um, that's a that's a that's a that's a strong pivot away from what I what a, I was thinking. It's a Quentin Tarantino pivot. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty rough. Well, anyway, welcome back to the boys and bolos. Welcome back to the boys and bolos. We're here, Champions We're here. League, Champions League season. It's Champions League season. There's like hot girl summer, and then there's Champions League season. <laughs> I don't even know what that means anymore because... Well, it's in the summer, at least. We're watching Champions League qualify, like, you know, round of 16, 16. on a Saturday. Oh, it's it's wild. Jeff, did you see Chelsea won today? That's a fly. That's a, <laughs> did you see the lineup they put out there? Yeah, Callum hudson Adoy, U23 All-Star. I mean... What a bum. They benched, they benched uh, Rudiger, they benched... Uh, you think Rudiger self-benched? They, like, put him in the starting lineup? They put like, in Christensen. No, Right? I like Christensen. Yeah, they're putting Christensen over Rudiger. And I like Rudiger when he plays well and he doesn't score own goals in my heart. Zuma played, though. Um, no Billy Gilmore and crutches. That was sad. Billy Gilmore and crutches would have been better than Jorginho. Jorginho didn't play. Though. <laughs> they sent Con- out the real Conte's B team. back, dude. If we had had they Conte. Sent, mm. They sent out the B team. Out. It was kind of like the. It was the B team plus Conte and like Mason Mount. Yeah, they didn't. Giroud didn't even play, right? No. World right. Cup champion. Didn't even play. Well, they were they had a, a mountain to climb. Yeah, that's what, that. that's like the nicest way of saying what happened today. Oh, Giroud came in in the eighty first. Here's the reason why I think I'm less knowledgeable about this game. Jeff and I didn't watch this game. We didn't watch it. It wasn't on TV. We couldn't find it on cable, and we weren't able to stream at the time. So we ended up watching today's Barcelona game. But that's why, you know, I'm a little hazy on this. But yeah, Giroud came in for Abraham for Tammy in the eighty first. Uh, they were they were down three to one. On aggregate, and they had no. They were no, no. We were down four nothing. No, we were down three nothing. Three nothing on we aggregate. We lost three nothing at the okay. bridge at home. At bridge at home. So they had a quite of a mountain to climb. So we need to score three unanswered to go overtime, or four unanswered to win straight out. And that did not happen. Yeah, and the second I looked and I saw it was two to one. I mean, you just do the math. I saw no, it was two nothing. I did the math. I'm like, wow, we have to score six goals against Bayern without Pulisic, without William. Um, like I would have a better chance of windmill dunking. Can you imagine that? I'm picturing you windmill dunking right now. It's hilarious. I mean, we can go down to the play yard and I can like try the playground. I can try, but it will just be me jumping up and down doing like a 360 (laughs) or like it will look, it will look ridiculous. Uh, should we put that on, on Instagram? We could go film it right now. Be like this is more likely than Chelsea having turned over the tie at the Allianz. I'm excited to see uh, now that Chelsea's done with their season proper, like what they're going to do with their team because their um their team needs some work, and their team needs some work. That's adding an understatement. Adding uh, adding their players that they've signed. Havertz. Well, they haven't signed Havertz yet. Uh, Werner. Zayat, Zayat, How do you pronounce it? I don't know. Um, I like but they're, they're all they're all uh, offensive players, right? And Chelsea's never really had a problem scoring goals per se. It could be said. And so they're li- like Rudiger, Zuma, Kepa, 
it's dude on, a nightmare back there. Legit, it's a nightmare. Like you can't see us. We're not filming this one, but my eyes are closed. I'm just like you're just thinking about. I'm just like I'm trying to think of all the objects I'd rather put in a goal over Keppa, like an unplugged microwave. <laughs> better, like a 24 pack of White Claw. Better. I would say there are 18 teams, 17 or 18 teams in the Premier League with a better overall defense than Chelsea. Ooh, that's tough. That's probably accurate, though. It's accurate, though. Like, the only other defense that maybe is worse is Arsenal. No, that's not true. They're, oh, they have a good goalkeeper. Yeah, they beat us in the FA Cup. Yeah, they. oh, yeah, they have an old goalkeeper. Norwich and Bournemouth. Me, yeah, Norwich and, is like a and Bournemouth is finally and losing. Bournemouth is, is relegated. I mean, you're trying, besides the relegation teams, okay? Oh, then we're probably one of the worst defenses. Yeah, it's brutal. Like the, I mean, if you, if look you at, take a shot on goal, you take two shots, you might get a goal. If I if I'm taking corners against Chelsea against Keppa, I'm just hanging it. I'm putting two guy on the other side of Keppa. Yep. I'm hanging it to the back post, trying to bend it in the top. It will. Mu- you do that twice, you're gonna get a goal. Yeah, he's that bad. Like he's. It's I mean, there are painful. high school goalies yeah. in Massachusetts that I'd rather have in goal than Keppa. Because at least if they f up, I'm like, oh well, the kid's 17. He's like still going through puberty. Whatever. Keppa was 80 million dollar transfer or some shit. Are you are you out of your mind? He's getting paid like. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a week. We have to get away from this Kepa conversation. It's it's just, it's so painful. It's just going to keep going down. And people I, are like, "Wow, we we log into Boys and Bowls to get all the updates." And, it's and just then Kepa Jared talk. and Jeff just like hate on Kepa. <laughs> I know. Anyways, so let's go to the other game. So we didn't watch that game. We, we didn't watch that game. Uh, Bayern seven one aggregate by Chelsea. It's it's unfortunate. I the game wasn't worth playing. Once you saw Pulisic wasn't going to be and Williams and talks and he's also quasi injured. It was going to be tough to turn over anyways. I think maybe we win the game, maybe with Pulisic, maybe with William, maybe with our top team, whatever that looks and like. And Drew starting. Drew starting and yeah. us going for it, knowing, all right, we're going to win one nothing, and yeah, we're going to lose the tie, but at least we won at the Allianz. Like, okay, but as soon as Drew pulls up and it, Pedro was hurt, it and seemed like Azpilicueta was hurt, you just knew. It's it seemed just, like Lampard sent out players just to get some experience playing in Champions League. Yeah, I mean, because they're going to be back there next year, and they they will have uh, core. They, a lot of those guys are still going to be on the team. We're going to have a completely different team. So that game seven one, done yeah, and dusted. Yeah. You want to talk about the city? That was nice. It was nice. I mean, city handled their business. We we predicted on the boys and bowls that they would win two to one, and yeah, they won they, two to one, and they're going on to the round of eight. Well, I think the big problem that Real Madrid had is they had nobody in the back who could handle what Man City was throwing at them. I mean, Ramos was was uh, suspended, couldn't play, had a red card. In Marcelo the was also out. I think yep. he was hurt. And uh, they they looked, besides like a few flashes from Benzema up front, they looked pretty bleh. Like just kind of like... Look flat. Yeah, look flat. Like just going through the motions, just, I don't know. It City looked hungry and... Real just looked like they just wanted to go on vacation. You know, it was one of those games where City looked proactive right. and Real looked reactive yeah. the entire game. City was always controlling even when they didn't have possession, and that's the quali- That's the sign of a quality team. Varane also had maybe one of the worst oh, games Varane. he's ever oh had. Oh, my God. He gave the ball away. That first goal, he just gave the ball. So, Real, uh, they <laughs> use their goalkeeper like a, a um, like a sweeper. And they pass out of the back. That's like their big thing, and it, and it works for them. I mean, Courtois got great feet. Courtois is very good. He made a pass to Varane. Varane cut inside to pass. 
back or he did something on the touchline and, and, and Jesus just stole it from him and, and passed it to Sterling and Sterling put it away. I mean, it was a clinical goal. It was just yeah, I mean, what you right. don't do a defense. It's basically yeah. the worst thing he could have done is turn back inside. He, he could have easily just turned outside and booted it out and he just, he, yeah, he, it was he tried an, to make a play. It was an instructional video on what not to do as right, a defender. As a defender, yeah. And he he apologized after, which is good to see. And he literally was like, dude, I don't really, this doesn't really happen often in my career. I'm like, if you look at Varane's, I think he's won four, three or four Champions Leagues. He's won Supercopa. He's won almost all the cups you can win for a club player. And he's already won the World Cup. And he's like 22. Yeah. So Varane, Rafael Varane only has up. Um, they had a tough day. So Real Madrid is out. City's moving on. They were, really, they were wearing really pink jerseys, though. Nora was very excited about that. Nora was super excited about it. She had a pink dress on. She was like, Real. She instantly became a Real Madrid fan. Which is, I don't know how I feel about that, but it's okay. It's not my cup of tea. Not your cup of tea. Next game, you had the uh, Juve-Leon game, yeah. which we also called. We, we said that... You know, Juve may win, but they may win and still lose the tie by winning 2-1. Yeah, um, and that's what happened. That is legitimately they what happened. They won 2-1, right? Yeah, they, they won 2-1, yeah. and Ronaldo had both goals. Ronaldo had a penalty and a, yeah, just a goal. So that was what I figured would happen. Yeah, I mean. He's the best player. We talked about it. Like, Juve go out, put all their chips in one basket, try to get Ronaldo to come help them win the Champions League. And he scores two goals. I mean, he. I feel like he did his part. If I'm Cristiano, I'm like, dude, what What more do you want? You know, he scored 36 goals this season, which is the most all-time for a Juventus player in their history. Like, he can't do more to help that team. They just need to yeah. keep the ball. And what, you know, talk about the goalkeeper decision. You were talking about that. Uh, they didn't play Buffon. I just think that's like... That's they should have played Buffon. They should have... I mean, it's... They play in a league that's not particularly competitive um and sorry i mean he just throws out that he throws out whatever he throws out cristiano and says hey go do some work and he usually does and that's what works for them and like they spent a lot of money and they they won all their group stage math matches they they lot what did they lose their away their home match to uh Leon. They lost the first, um, the first match, and that was at Leon. At Leon, one nothing. So they didn't have the away goal. Was what right. the, what they missed out on. And so and so Leon had two had, had an away. Exactly. Yeah. So when the aggregate they, tie, they they go through. Yeah. And so sorry, got sacked. That. What do you think? I think that that's a little harsh. That's crazy harsh, dude. That's I'm, like next day they're like. You didn't win champion. Like there must have been like a clause in his contract. They must have told him like right before the season. Hey, sorry, you don't make Champions League. I mean, you don't win Champions League. You're done. It's also like not winning Champions League and getting to the final and losing on PKs is one thing, but knocked out in the round of sixteen to the number seven, seven. team oh, in the yeah. French league. league. Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, that's like number seven team, and that's like you know, like Leon, like Leon's losing even, to Wolves. Yeah, like it's Leon's not even team. playing in the Europa League next season. No, no. Leon, maybe that's what they had to play for. We were talking about maybe they, uh, I don't know. It's, 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 I, we predicted it because I think we were just like, well, crazier things happen. And, you know, and I think that will definitely influence the way I think about this next round. And it's just like, there's so much hype around, about, around Ronaldo and like him being such a, a legend. And he is. And 
you just think that like whatever team he goes to is like gold. And like he went to Real, they won a bunch, won a bunch of league titles. I mean, you know, it's Real, so obviously they're going to win a Champions League, league titles, blah blah blah. You think that same match is going to happen when that's what Juve put? That's why they spent that much money. They thought that was going to happen for them, and it didn't. So and and here's my thing with Juve. I look at it and I'm like, with Zibala being hurt, you just you you just you can't. It, it's it's flawed because you cannot win the Champions League One with player. Gonzalo Higuain. He's like 36, and he's been washed up for years. Since he left Real Madrid, he has not been a top player. No. And you can't put a not top player next to Cristiano and expect him to do everything. On all the teams he's been on, whether he was with United and he had Rooney next to him, uh, or you know he had other guys in the field who were great attacking players, you you know you had the BBC when he was on uh, Real Madrid, so you had Benzema and Bale. Uh, to balance him out. You can't have Gonzalo Higuain in a 4-4-2 and expect to win anything. They also have Cuadrado, my boy, Colombian, playing outside right back because that's how many injuries they have. He's an outside midfielder in, you know, or an attacking in a 4-3-3. So Juve were just set up to fail. And maybe that's why they were like, dude, sorry, what are you doing? Like, what's your lineup? Yeah. You're playing one of the most attacking guys you have, Cuadrado, as a defender just to put him on the field. I just think that that's flawed. I just think you have to do something different. I think that if they had made it to the quarterfinals or the semifinals, even the quarterfinals, he might have st- stuck around because shit can happen. You can play, you can play Messi, or you can play like you know the Man City team that's out there now and and easily lose. And like it's like shit. Well, we lost. Exactly. If you it's lose, it's a one off game. It's it's a weird season. City, this City. is a this is a this is a this is a two leg round. This was a two legger. So that, yeah. yeah. So like, there's a little bit more like tactics that happen. And it, it obviously he wasn't up for the challenge of of handling a, a team. It's an embarrassing loss, basically. It's embarrassing to lose to Leon in the the round of sixteen. The round of sixteen. Yeah. It's it's also like sorry, and this is from Chelsea. They call it sorry ball, which is like kind of funny because yeah, that's his last name. But like sorry, like it was so bad to watch, and he refused to change his style. Yeah. He's not a very malleable coach, and I think. The best coaches are the coaches that will look at a team and be like, all right, we're going to go out and beat them with a completely different style because that works better for us today. Um, and many teams do that. Uh, not all teams. In Barcelona, they're always going to play a certain way. They normally don't deviate from that. They play 4-3-3. And if you go to the academy from the time you're like six years old, that is what you're brought up. And so by the time you get to the first team, when you know the right back has the ball and you're the forward, you know you have two of three places you need to be. And if not there... You're going to just continue to move until you get, you know, there's three places. You're going to move in and out until you find it. And sorry, I mean, I, I think it's a great move for Juve. And they brought in Pirlo, as we were talking about, which I'm kind of like, I, I don't know. He's never coached before, really. I, I, yeah, I just don't really know what that does. But anyways, they have a they have a little off season, and then they'll be back at it. I'm interested to see if Cristiano stays, though, because I'm like, dude, I'm Cristiano. I want to be playing at the highest level. I've dominated the Italian league. I can prove I can do that. I want to win a Champions League. That is like, that's what I want to do. And I just, he has to know. And he came out and said the thing with the curse. Wow, they're super cursed. We win six games and and then tie a game and lose one game and we're out. Like, we can't have a much better Champions League, but Champions League's brutal. So I. Yeah, I mean, I, any tournament, you can win all the games and then you get to the around and you lose a game and you're yeah, out. That's you could totally. Tournament. It's, called you, a, it's called a tournament. Like, that's what it's all about. You lose a game and you're out. You lose a game and you're out. So, you don't show up. So I mean, what what I think they're trying to get at is that they won this game and they're still out. Yeah. And they like they had one blip in their they had one blip in their in their run and they're out. But that's 
that's Champions League. That's Champions League. And he knows better than anybody. He's won four. He's won five. Has he won five? He's won five Champions Leagues. So we were talking about this again. We were talking about, we were also talking about the competitiveness of the leagues and what's going to get you in the Champions League and what's going to get your team to win the Champions League. And we don't, we aren't, we don't think that the French League or the Italian League are the leagues that are going to get you, prepare you for the top teams you're going to play against in the quarter, in the round of 16, quarter, et cetera. So we were talking, it's, it's probably the English League, it's, it's Spanish League, Spanish League, the, yeah. and German League. In the German League. Oh, yeah, German League. So it's those three leagues. So he needs to make a, he needs to make a decision what, what if he wants to go back to the Spanish League, if, if Ronaldo wants to go back to English or take a chance in, Ger- in Germany, you know? Because, like, we're seeing, like, some real competitive teams in Germany with, you know, Red Bull Leipzig, um, Bayern, Leverkusen, um, what's the... Borussia. Borussia Dortmund. And so you got four teams... I never even thought about Cristiano going to Germany until you said it, but that would be a wild. It'd be wild. It'd be wild, but if you if bottom line, if Bayern, and we'll talk about because Bayern just moved on, Bayern can make a, a run and win and win the whole thing, and they have the pieces there. They have great defense. They have, you know, sound mechanics. Like, does he want to go to Bayern? Like, yeah. could he replace Lewandowski? Could he be well? Lewandowski will be there twenty twenty three, but. Could he be a compliment to Lewandowski? You know, I, who knows? Could he go to? Like, I've never even thought about him. Him playing. In I don't see him playing. I, I, he doesn't fit him with like a Dortmund, like young player type of thing that they got going on over there. The development. No, if he stuff. if he'd go, he'd only go to Bayern. I don't see him going. Yeah, to he would only go to the big a big club. But I also don't see him going to, to England. Like I don't see him returning to England. If he came to England, I think he'd honestly go to United. Go back to United. Yeah, because he wouldn't play. This is my opinion. I mean. He wouldn't fit into what Liverpool's doing. He wouldn't play at City because I think of the United thing, and yeah. he played Real against Prep Pep for so long. Um, Chelsea, where are you know he's just not going to fit in there. So I think he goes back to United. I think he'd fit in well at United. Um, yeah, know. I just don't know if he'd get the playing time. Like, I mean, he would. He's Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, he's still, still. I did, I think it comes down to like the manager, and then how he feels about playing for a certain club. Like what's his clause? We haven't even looked into that. Like this may not even be a, a realistic thing, but obviously you could break that, get out of that and pay money. Or oh whatever. yeah. No, I think he, if he wanted to play somewhere else, he could play somewhere else. All right. Well, let's, let's do a lot. There's the, yeah, we got the Barcelona Napoli. So we watched, we that, watched that game today. It was probably like my pick of the games to watch. Cause I don't get to see a lot of Messi play. And, and, uh, Messi was just so dominant. Oh my god, it was did not disappoint. He was very good. He he scored scored three goals in the first half. One got taken away. One got taken away on VAR. Yep. And then he should he could have taken. Well, we were talking about this whether he could take the penalty or not. But Suarez took it and scored. But he caused. You know, he got the he drew the penalty for that goal. Um, but the the goal he scored from that was just like crazy. He like trapped it off his chest. They said it was a handball, but anyway, just. Rifled in the yeah, net. And so then good. the other one where he dribbled through four defenders and then was like falling over and scored. Yeah, toe pokes like, it. Toe pokes it around the Dude, it was goal. unbelievable. And was Jeff unbelievable. and I didn't watch the first half together. We watched the second half together, but the whole first half we just kept texting back and forth like goat emojis. Yeah, it was just it was crazy. Like, he looks he looks like, you know, if like a high school kid walks on like a middle school playground and is just like, all right, I'm gonna dominate. 
he just looks so much better. Uh, it's 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 unbelievable that he's still producing this at you know he's 33. He's getting a little bit older, um, but he's just there's so much talent. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he and he, and and it's crazy because like the ball, it doesn't matter who scores. The ball comes through him, and either he's scoring the goal or he's assisting the goal. It's insane. He's he's too. He good. had like 50. He he was he. There were, he had 58 goals, either assists or goals, in the uh, overall for, the, for the, this past season. And you 58. Know he, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And he scored the, 35 or something and then had 23 assists. The thing that really pisses me off, and this is fuck you FIFA, which we haven't talked about FIFA being such a fuckery, but I hate FIFA because FIFA's like, oh, we're not going to do a golden ball because the season got messed up. I'm like, you're basically not giving another golden ball to Lionel Messi. Yeah, you're not getting yeah, He, he should have won, won the it, golden yeah. ball. Yeah. He had like he was the first player in such a long time to have twenty goals and twenty assists since Henri in like two thousand three. I mean, he's just freakish numbers yeah. right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, at one of the most storied clubs in the history of the game, and just carrying the club on his back. Mm. And at his age, I mean, it's just like a snub to him, basically, which is super annoying for me. I'm like, dude, you got to give it to him. So um, Barca, so so Barca came out and they um, it was tied actually. So one one, right? I think it was. No, 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 no. I'm saying the, I'm saying like the first game. First game. The first game they tied 1-1. They tied in Naples 1-1. Yeah, Naples. And so. All the, all the action happened in the first half. Yeah. And it was, I mean, just like watching it was like, I couldn't believe. At at times it looked like Napoli was just like, we don't know what to do here because we're just, we're going to. Just outclassed. We're getting out, we're getting outclassed. And so, um. You know, they scored in the header. Um, Barca scored in the header first half to open. Yeah, up the just the open. Just like it was a, just a corner kick. It was an open header because Kukulabali like slammed into another player. It was like a, you know, just too many chefs in the kitchen. And uh, Linglet had an open header. Yeah, Linglet had didn't open. miss it. David Ospina almost got to it. Shout out Colombia, but he didn't get to it. And then Messi scored that crazy oh topo God. goal, which was I was like. I, I like fell out of my chair, dude. I, I was like, it. I screamed. I was like, that's was like, freaking ridiculous. <laughs> because so many players would have gone down because of yeah. the foul, and they would have looked for a penalty. And he just picked up, moved the ball, like got his body between uh, Koulibaly, and then kind of did a little hezzy. And as he was falling back to his right, hits he it with his left, left which foot. is like God's foot, and the thing just <laughs> curls around. In. And I'm watching. I'm like, oh my, God. like you can't stop that. No. It was, it was next level, dude. I, dude, couldn't, even, next, I, I couldn't even. And Ospina saw it late, and he like tried to do it as best as he could. I don't think he. I think he thought he probably thought like when he, when he was watching it that Messi was going down, like yeah. he was falling down. Yeah, his, he didn't expect him to shoot. Dude, it was unbelievable. He was like, uh, yeah. I'm not, it's, it's, it's just just please, go back and if anybody wants to Google it, just go back and like just YouTube like Messi. Yeah, uh, Napoli. Yeah, Messi Champions three League. three one Napoli. I mean, yeah, he scored three goals in the first half, and one got taken away. I mean, he's just so Suarez got a goal. He was wrong. He was Suarez. The best part about the game was <laughs> towards the end. Towards the end, um, when Suarez was just running around the field, falling over, just diving, just diving. God, he's such a Suarez gets like shoulder to shoulder, goes down and holds. Suarez, his I, I'll say, I'll make a, I'm gonna make a bold, not actually a bold statement, but it's just, a, like, I don't like Suarez. Why not? I, I, he's played that way. Since you, you know, I told you the dark arts. It's, it's hard to watch. It's, it's like he embodies arts. the reason why people complain about 
professional soccer. There's the game against Norwich in the Premier League, which is like one of the most famous ones. I think it's Norwich, where he the ball's getting the other team's clearing the ball out, and he's about thirty out from the like where you know the goalie's trying to score on. And he goes down and he's holding. He's trying to get the ref's attention. He's like, goes down. And then the ball turns over. Liverpool wins it. And he gets right up and sprints like he's going to go for the ball. It's it's an unbelievable... We'll watch it. If you haven't seen it, just Suarez dive <laughs> Liverpool. It will come right up. And then he had the one at Liverpool where he got, like, fouled and he was on the ground. And then he, like, literally, like, fished. He, like, jumped up. He did, like, a, a push-up yeah. in the air with, like, a clap, basically, to, like, get the attention. But there was no one around him. So... Obviously, a history of diving. Obviously, a controversial history of biting. Biting. Three different I was going to say biting. He he bit Ivanovic on Chelsea. Didn't he bite in the in the World Cup? Yeah, he, he beat Chiellini yep. in twenty fourteen in the World Cup, and then missed the round of sixteen against Colombia, and we beat him. Havan scored the goal of that, that World Cup. Two thousand fourteen was like the yellow card, like. World Cup, right, where everybody was getting yellow cards. It, it might have been heavy in cards. Yeah, but he heavy. got kicked out of that, and then he bit a guy when he was in Ajax. I forget the exact. The exact uh, bite. So I just don't like three Suarez. different players. Honestly, he 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 has skill and he he's, he can score goals and whatever. And obviously, that outweighs like the so, way. So there was but an like, article. I don't like him. I just don't like Suarez. Like I don't like but him. You talk about it like he didn't like your TikTok photo. No, like, dude. Like what? Well, no. I just don't like the way he plays. It's hard to watch. It's like it's it's. I told you it's, it's the dark frustrating it's to the watch dark him. Arts. I know, but like when when people complain about soccer and like people flopping. He, like, you just go, you look up a YouTube video of, like, soccer players flopping, and the first thing comes with Suarez, like, oh ru- like, f- well, it looks like he's doing, looks like he's the, doing the worm. Yeah, falling over in the field all day. God, Suarez. I really like Suarez, though. You like Suarez? I like Suarez. Because, Why? So, there was an article that came out, and I believe it's in Spanish, maybe it's not, but I think it's in Spanish, and it was talking about... There's a certain thing that Uruguayan players have that no one else has, and there's actually a really good. It's called The Champions. It's a it's a series on Netflix you can go watch, and it talks. It it goes. It's probably the best thing to go into like Uruguayans, but Uruguayans have this thing, and I'm blanking on the name, but it's a specific thing that harkens back to their like indigenous roots, which is all about like winning at almost any cost. We will mm-hmm. do anything. And this this author was like, not only did he grow up in the soccer society, Uruguay's three million people, dude. You're talking about a country that's like twice Brooklyn, who has won the World Cup, you know, two different times, and it just always churns out player after player. And this article talks about a couple of things. One, Suarez grew up in that society where it's like, dude, you win at any cost. It doesn't matter. Like, winning is it. The other thing was Suarez grew up super, super poor. And so soccer was his way out. And so as a kid, not only grow up in a society where like you have to win, like that that's like what you would do. And I forget the name of this, I'll look it up. But the other thing was he grew up super poor, and so that was his way out. So he was gonna do anything because like I have to like get my family out of this economic situation. This is after he bit, I believe, Chiellini. I read this article in 2014, and the the journalist was basically trying to say Suarez in the game will do anything to win. And he gets so emotionally like into the game that he loses himself to the point where he'll bite people. You know, that's insane. It is dude. war. It is war for that's, him. It's not. But that's. But that is something it, wrong when you're. No, hit. it like, is. It is totally, something wrong. It's totally something you. wrong. But here's the thing. I'm. Not, I don't care about. Like, I'm not talking about Suarez. Like, as like a person. No, but, but like, that's the way it's. It's like he didn't accept your face. No, no. Like, I don't care about Suarez. Suarez. Kind of like no, birthday. I just don't like him as a soccer player. And the, I get. Ang- I get. The reason why I get frustrated is because you're getting heated. Yeah, I get heated about Suarez. It's like hotter because, in the bunker. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm heated about Suarez. Is because cause? No, it's because. I enjoy watching soccer, and I have to defend. You know how it is. Like when you're an American soccer fan, you have to defend yeah. why soccer is so good. That's one of the first hits. 
Yeah. Oh, they dive. They dive. Yeah. And, like, you have to be like, yeah, I know, like, but the game is, like, an awesome game. Like, it, so that's my point, is, like... It's a, it's a bad apple. It's a bad apple, and so I'm not going to be, like... I can respect him as, like, a person who's trying to get out of an... Like, that's totally different from... I'll find the article. The guy who's out there, like, they're winning three... They're, win, they're about to go through... Into the quarterfinals, he's, he's around there diving around like an idiot. Dude, he, he looks like an idiot. Like he, that's the problem. He does look like an idiot, but this is just the dark arts that we just didn't grow up with in this country. You know, like when we were raised in soccer, it's like you go down here in this country, you get up as quick as possible. Yeah, because you don't want to show that you're hurt. Whereas playing in other countries, the dark arts, you'll do whatever you have to do to win. And if that's faking injuries, if that's taking time off the clock, um, if Fair. that's like your coach tells you, "Hey, go down, pull a hammy," so that way I can. Bring water out, and then we change our entire dynamic. That's different from what Saras is doing. Oh, it's a hundred percent different. I'm just trying to help I, my boy. I know. I Swartz is a nice guy. He's a family man. <laughs> Jeff, he's like you. He's got three kids. I would shake his hand if I saw him out in the street. I would say Jeff, Suarez. COVID, COVID, social distancing. Okay, all right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You I give him a fist. I give him an elbow bump. He would love to give you an elbow bump. But I wouldn't. I just when I watch him, I'm just like, I, it's like a. It's just one of those things where I'm just like, no, no thanks. I'm not going to... No thanks. No thanks, Suarez. No thanks. What else is a no thanks situation for you in life? <laughs> Golf. Golf. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bring it back. And we're full circle. We're and full circle. we're... Also, Jeff and I are going to get low-key really good at golf and then troll people at country clubs. Yeah, I'm, I'm every time, for, Every time hey, it goes in the hole, you gets... just hear, the champion. I need a set of golf clubs. That's... Oh, yeah. Shout out. Uh, if you have golf clubs, uh, send, them, send them to Jeff. Send them to me. So uh, let's look at the uh, upcoming games, which are ridiculous because they start on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week, because why not? And they're one-offs, as we already talked about last episode. Yeah, there's only yeah one and done, baby. So let's go. I'm going out Atlanta over PSG, and I think they're going to win this game um, 3-2. I think it's going to be a bloodbath, blood sport. I'm going 2-1 Atalanta, no okay. Mbappe. No Mbappe. We've been talking about it. Just no Mbappe. I think that's it. Mbappe balances it out because it's tough to it's tough to track down two guys with speed and skill like Mbappe and Neymar. You take one out, Neymar is classically a guy you can get in his head. He is a dude with probably one of the biggest egos on like the soccer realm, other than maybe Ibrahimovic, which is like places one, two, three, four, and five. I mean, I think Neymar will score, but it'll just be like one of those like six yard line scrappers. I uh, yeah. I mean, it's good that we agree on this, Atalanta. All right, I don't. We're both going Atalanta by one goal. I don't think it's unreasonable with the with the one off format. It's not like you have to go play in Italy and then go to Paris. Yeah, it's just it's just the winner goes. They've on. been just scoring so many goals, yeah. and I think that they're the underdog, and the pressure is not on them. And there's serious pressure on PSG and what they're trying to do because they've been trying to buy the Champions League now for many years. So um, I, I, I we're both going Atalanta goal. I'm going three two. You're going two one. Love it. What about uh, the next game, Leipzig and Atletico? Atletico. I'm going Atletico by two goals, probably 3-1. I mean, Le- Leipzig. Or 2-0. No, I'm going 2-0. Atletico's always had strong D. Yeah, strong D. 1-0. Atletico. <sighs> Lovely. This is great. I wish we could do re- reviews like this often. All right, but here's where, we, here's where we disagree. I think we talked about this before we started, and we're disagreeing on this one. Barcelona, Bayern. Barcelona, Bayern. I think Byron's got. I think Byron's gonna take it. What's your What's your score? I think Messi has a goal, in or at least two goals in them, maybe. So I'm gonna go three two, Byron. Byron, because Byron's been scoring goals, man. 
Lewandowski is like fire, man. Um, I'm going to go that this game, I think Barcelona win, and I only say that because of the Messi factor. Uh. And I have absolutely no idea what the score will be because Bayern's been scoring goals. And Barcelona giving up and not giving up goals, not giving up goals. And Barcelona's D is kind of weak. I, I'm going to go Barcelona two to one. Um, and the way I, you way you just phrase that it made me you sound like you were going to change your mind. Oh, I I, well, I have something else to say. You're going to bet. You're going to bet on the second goal comes in OT. Oh, they'll okay. go one one. The second goal comes in OT, so they don't go to. PKs. They're going to squeak through. Squeak through, squeaky clean. But I think I, it's going to be three two just in regular time. And, and, and Byron's going to win, and I think Lewandowski's going to score two goals. The other thing is, you know, okay, well, let's let's do the last prediction, and okay. then uh, we got City Leon. <laughs> the la- the joke, the joke game of the of the uh, week. Why, why is it a joke, Leon? Why is it got to be a Spurs kit? <sighs> why is it? It's because because the fact that Leon is finished seventh in the French league. And City's just fire, man. I do think City will. I think City will win three one. I think Leon's got a goal in them. Uh, yeah, I mean City. City isn't like particularly great defending team. Three one. Yeah, three one's good. So okay. we disagreed on the Barcelona Bayern, but that's fine. Um, then, so then we're setting up Atletico versus Atalanta, which we both agree on. And then we have City versus either Barcelona or Bayern. So this really paves the road for Atletico to get back to a final. Yeah, I think Athletic- they have the easier yeah. side. I, I think it's going to be – so my prediction, I'm just going to go out there on a limb and I'm going to say Atletico and City in the final. Um, Because I've been saying it for a while. I've been mentioning that City probably could make it to the final. I'm going to just put it out there. Atletico, City in the final. Atletico win. Really? Yes. I don't think City's gonna win. I don't think City's gonna win. I, you know, I, because I, it's I, such a good story. It's like it's not a good story, but it's it's an interesting story that they almost got banned, and then they're gonna make it to the final, and then they're but then they Pep loses in the final. That would be soccer karma. Yeah, it'd be soccer karma. I'd be very content with. I that. I think a betting man might say, if if Bayern gets out of the Barcelona game, they win that game, then they win the whole thing. Yeah, I just think the team that comes out of that Barcelona Bayern is going to be like, okay, well, we've probably beat the best team because I think both, I think Bayern's the most balanced team left. Yeah, I think with that, Mbappe hurt, yep, and City just having a weaker defense, yep. I think they're the most balanced team. Um, they also have probably one of the nicer benches, whereas like Barcelona without Messi, meh, nothing. City without De Bruyne, hmm. They still got some stuff, but it's just not as. It was deadly. really interesting seeing uh, City start Foden up front um, with Jesus and um, Sterling. It was a really interesting combo. I, I, I haven't seen that all season. I, I love it. It was great. No, it was great because I think I think Pep realized that Foden is is deserves to play no matter what. Do you know what the uh, Atletico president said when COVID started? He said, don't worry, this isn't a problem. Let's just say whoever knocked out last year's champions will be this year's champions because they had just knocked out Liverpool like two days before oh, that everything funny. stopped off. Um, but Atletico, Diego Costa is so annoying to play against. If you, uh, and then he'll they come just, in as a sub, though. You think so? Who's starting over him? Uh, I think he starts. But either way. I thought he was hurt. Well, they got Morata Mur- on the... Look- on the they got dude, this team is nice. Yeah, I mean, this team is super nice. I 
I bet Atletico to win it preseason also because it was like 1-12, in 12 and I thought that was a harsh ranking because Atletico in Champions League is a different line. So. But okay, you want to do a little... A little review about what we got what we got going. So in we're saying Atletico over Leipzig. We're going Atalanta. That's an upset over PSG. Uh City should beat Leon. And then I'm going Barca, you're going Bayern. That's solid. This is turning out to be a great Champs League. And the crazy thing is it starts, you know, the round of eight starts this Wednesday and it's over not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. Yeah. The twenty third. It's so quick. You you win three games. You don't have to win three games. You could win them all on PKs, too. This mm. isn't like, you know, so if you got a good defense and a guy up top who can take a free kick uh, and you get a little luck, you can win the Champions League right now. I know that sounds a little simplistic, but I don't, because you don't have the back and forth format, you know? Right. You cut out two games. Normally, to win from the round of eight, you got to play a home and away. You get in the semis, a home and away. And then you gotta win a final. And then once once Champions League ends, the transfer market's gonna heat up. Heat up. It's gonna get real spicy in the in the transfer market. Houston in July. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I mean, I think. uh, Oh well, the the Europa League has to end. There's still some games to play in the Europa League. It's similar format. Um, And Wolves and Man United are still in it. Still alive. So. I think Man United has a good shot at winning it, which puts them in the Champions League next year, which they're already in. But um, oh yeah, you want to one, talk about if Wolves if Wolves win the champion if Wolves win the Europa League, Tottenham doesn't make it into the even the qualifying stages. That puts seven that puts seven um, English teams in the European club competition, and then is only they're only allowed seven, and so and and Arsenal won the FA Cup. So the seventh, so the sixth place team gets bumped out. There's still so many good teams. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't no, think that's gonna I don't happen. think Wolves is gonna win. I, even if it was Wolves, even if it was somehow Wolves and Man United in the final, Man United would win that game. I agree. And yeah. I mean, Sevilla has won it. Oh, Sevilla is real good. Sevilla is annoying for Wolves, right? Yeah. Shakhtar Donetsk is no joke. Basel's always got solid soccer. Uh, I don't know much about Copenhagen, but Blyer, Leverkusen, and Inter. I mean, winning the Europa League is it's not hard. easy. It's hard. It's not easy. It's not a cakewalk. No, I mean there's Champions League teams in the Europa League, totally. because totally, yeah, totally. So, yeah, Jared, what do you think? I think you should um, go to our Instagram, our Twitter, and our Facebook at Boys and Bolos, and our Patreon, as it were. We did start a Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com backslash Boys and Bolos. Boys and Bolos. You can um, you can choose your donation at this point. We don't have any tiers. We haven't set that up yet. Hey, if you want to if you want to hit us up on uh, some suggestions on additional content that we might want to add. I think the bunker tour might be a great video Ooh. to add. Um, I feel like that's worth a hundred dollars a second, uh, at least, because the production to... quality will be oh yeah, not good. It'll be <laughs> recorded in an iPhone. Yeah, but iPhone can shoot 4K at 30 or 60 frames per second, which is baller. That's pretty baller. Okay, so exactly, it's hundred hundred dollars a second. So that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Save your save your pennies, people. <laughs> But we do. We might have like a five dollar, ten dollar, fifteen dollar tier. And if you want to just like send us a bit Bitcoin, which is roughly around nine thousand dollars, you can just yeah. Keep. You can put any amount in the box in the donation box. There's not a max. Patreon. Like there's a millionaire listening. Like oh, I'll throw these guys a cool mill. Oh, that would be fantastic. What would we do if we had a million dollars? Well, we wouldn't be doing much of. We we'd probably invest a little more in the the bunker. Exactly. I might blow a wall out, make the bunker a little bit bigger. Might just buy a bunker. Yeah, we could just buy a bunker. Ooh, 
so that way when the world ends too, we're just podcasting through it, talking about seasons that no longer exist. <sighs> Maybe that's what we'd do in the apocalypse. We'd go back and look at like a 1984 season in the Premier League. We know nothingly. It wasn't even the Premier League. 1984, you know, in the English top flight, and we just do it. We watch every game as though it were like a new game. We would have to find something to do. Exactly. We also have to get it out there, and the internet would be gone, and we wouldn't be able to. Trace. Oh no, we would have to burn them on CDs and hand, hand out <laughs> hand, hand out Walkmans. Hey, new episode, guy. Oh, you got some radiation face. All right, you're good, guy. You're, you're beautiful. You want to listen to Bolos? We're not gonna burn them on CDs. What a tracks? Not just like I think cassettes might make a comeback. Dude, cassettes will make it through the apocalypse. You can you can take a cassette and throw it down the stairs. The quality hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. It's on a little CD scratches. Yeah, that's really brutal. I'm so glad we're we've moved on to just MP thrizzles. Yeah, solid state drives. Solid baby. state drives. Solid state cloud. It's all in the cloud, baby. The the boys and bowls is only on the cloud. Oh no, it's not. I have hard drives full of boys and bowls content. Just gigs full. Yeah, gigabytes un- unused, full. Un- unused content. No, it's you. It's mostly used. Mostly Everything used? gets. You make it sound like it's secondhand. Is it like Everything goodwill the, content? Everything that people hear on boys and bowls. There's nothing really cut out. Like, it's all... Oh, it's super unedited. It's unedited. Like, we have a guy, but we tell him, don't edit it. He's like, really? Can I, he, can he, I edit he, this he a little he bit? Helps He's like, to improve the sound? Shout yeah. out, Bob. Yeah, shout out, Bob. He helps us improve the sound. He says, hey, what's going on here? And we say, just run it. Just run with it. Just go with it. He's like, hey, it sounds like uh, there's a nuclear war going on behind you guys. I'm like, no, that's the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> We're like shout out, bro. He's like, why was why was there like a ten second pause in the middle of your podcast? Do you want me to cut that out? No, no, no. Leave that in there. It builds the anxiety. It builds it. The awkwardness. I think the best podcasts are so awkward. You're listening to them, you're like, this is so great. So you're like, people. What are people are expecting something when there's a long pause too? If you're listening to this and you enjoy the boys and bolas, please DM us something you want to hear soccer related that's not about a particular season or a game because we're going to do some off-season episodes and we're already starting to create a list of things we're going to talk about but if there's something you specifically want to hear please reach out dm us on instagram or at facebook boys and bowls or boys and bowls at gmail.com our direct line yeah you could even i think instagram is pretty good i think instagram is phenomenal it gets us it gets to us quick Notifies us super quick. I don't always check the Gmail to be honest. I'm not. I'm not. What if there's like a lot of emails in there? What if White Claws like we want to be a sponsor? I don't know why they'd be like a soccer mom from like Revere, Massachusetts when I do that voice. But like, hey Jimmy, we want to be a sponsor. You're so good. (laughs) Look at you. You're beautiful. You're fucking wonderful. You got no left foot, but you're good. Shout out to White Claw. Another see another episode. Another ruby grapefruit down the hatch. I love it. I yeah. love it. It's great. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks for joining. We'll be back. We will? I mean, I'll be back. I don't know. Will you be here? I'll, dude, I live in the bunker. There's a little cot set up behind us. Not good for my long-term health. <laughs> you'll see the you'll see the cot on the uh, Cribs episode. Yeah, the Patreon. Yeah. Check it out. Ciao. No, we had so many uh, soccer fans in the office. What about you, Jim? You a fan of the game? Oh, no. No, not really. It's not for everybody, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) That's because I'm more of a player. Yeah? You bet. Really, Jim? 
I had no idea you played soccer. You and Charles should kick the soccer ball around. Maybe we will someday. Maybe you will tonight after work. What do you say? It's a great idea. What do you say, Jim? Mm. I want to play some soccer. Jim, hey, anybody uh, else? Say, I'm in it to win. Game on! Okay. See you on the field, man. See, see you on the field. <laughs>